I want everybody to make an idea roll. You're really pulling on my best stats. Oh my god, I rolled a 99. 98! My head explodes. <laughs> 98! I'm just spooked. Oh god. I got an idea. I'd like a sandwich. <laughs> so nobody. Let me get some whiskey, right? Let, 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 me, let me get, like, get a shot, because this is freaking me out a little bit. I'm not spending 19 points. Sorry. Gotcha. I'm not spending 70 points. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. Hey, you guys playing? What the hell? <sighs> hey, look, this rolling? is really this kind of freaky, right? Like, everybody's yeah. just throwing off a little bit. Are you guys rolling one to a thousand? I mean, it's one to a hundred, right? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm rolling. Not, I'm, I'm rolling a ten side and one side. I'm not rolling a hundred star. Oh. I'm, I'm rolling off a 20 on idea so this is gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're a dumb bastard ain't you yeah I um I, I have a I 70 in a education look, <laughs> I did take a look at the papers to see if there was an announcement to see if there was any credibility to her claims. Uh, okay. yeah. um, why don't Why don't you do guys have look, look at the handouts again? Since you're since Vivian is saying I'm going to look at the papers. So, um, you guys still have copies that, that yep. we sent over? Well, yep. I, I, I uh, never got the copies. No. I'm just doing on share screen. Sharing screen. Okay. screen. Well, Thanks. So this is the first uh, message. Oh, I have to add do, it. Do, do. Did I not add it? God damn it, I just took it out. God, you're horrible at this. Dumb bastard. Hold on, hold on. I don't usually add things. That's <laughs> <laughs> usually Todd's deal. Here we go. Rising movie Starlet. Rudolf Sponheimer. Exhale crane operator. Flowers of Night. Upcoming Paramount Picture Flowers of Night. Well, I mean, that might be a coincidence, right? I mean... Um, probably, though, if we could get an idea of the plot of it. Spotless record, yeah. Um, apart from the Flowers of Night, I'm not seeing anything in the first one. Okay, next. Fred Willen and Alright, let me switch over to the other one. This is number two. Um... Lennox Hill Hospital, no witnesses, completely immobile, crane operator, freak accident, constant scroll, medical. Scroll scroll up on that a bit, if you would. Sure. Oh, there we go. Thanks. Mm-hmm. New York Tribune, February 23rd. What do you think? Maybe we should go to the newspaper and see what they got? Oh, Wait a minute. He's been missing like, he For was missing like days. before he turned up. That's a long time. Bingo. He he went missing on February 23rd. The attack took place. March on, 2nd. On March yeah. 2nd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even see that. Good catch. Hmm. And if you want to put, pull up the third one, just to be thorough. Oh, so we never look actually looked at the third one. Yeah. There was a third I, one? Say, I don't remember. Uh, who read the second one? Oh, nobody asked to see the third one. Oh, you want me to? Do you want me to not show it? Can we see oh, the third you know one? what? Vivian would have. Oh, damn it! I I rolled successfully. Yes. Yeah, but not. A, you were specifically looking for at one person, not another. I was searching for something at the newspapers, but I no. I was just trying to find out 
backstory on Yeno. It's not. It's not vital. Are you sure? <laughs> well, I'm certainly not going to ask you guys to make an idea roll. <laughs> not after all that. All Maybe right. after we've had a few drinks, we should make an idea roll. Oh man, that's a all joke. Right. right. Um. So. There are a couple of other things you could do. There's nothing, I mean, but I think you guys are good. Um, yeah, we can talk to the newspaper, but I don't know that they're going to know any more than they've said, just that this guy's been apparently wandering around dead for 10 days. Great. Mm. Yo, yeah, well, you would have had to have been, uh, been somewhere, right? I mean, somebody would have seen that. I mean, his face was all... Well, what you know. about the, th- the theory you had about... Body weirdness. Like, what did, did he go? Uh, Flowers of Night. Prop? Question mark? A dead body is a prop? I don't think so. Well, we could, uh, I, I could give Alice a call maybe and see uh, if she knows what the, um, well, so was this, so was Flowers of Night already released? Is this something that we may have seen or know about? Would that be like an idea? No, they were ramping up to work on it, I think. Okay. Um, so so what if I uh, what if I call uh, Alice and see maybe she knows what the plot of the movie is? Maybe that Hold would on. be this... Uh... Hold on, I'm getting uh, another idea. Um... It's coming to me. Hold on. <laughs> he lights a cigarette, looks... <laughs> Thousand yard stare in the distance. <laughs> the light flickering. I mean, that's how you get ideas. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm, I'm going to admit uh, that Flowers of Night is an actual movie that no longer exists that was filmed from Paramount in 1925. I don't know what it's about, and it's no. not connected <laughs> to the story at all. Uh, and and now, in further, in the next edition of this game, I'm going to rename that movie so I don't have an unnecessary red herring. <laughs> So I'm, I'm I didn't like, see that as a possible problem, but that's a problem, <laughs> and I'm picking a different movie. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So I'm glad to be of service. So for all you keepers out there, this is how you play test, and this is why you make changes. I'm thinking this might be a red herring. Yeah, right? that, like, that could be a really cool clue, but it's not, and it was completely <laughs> unintentional, and I don't want my players chasing after this for one hour of play, which can Because you happen. know we would. Because I know you would. So, yeah, so we're going to uh, say it's not Flowers of Night. Okay. But the body's been missing. Where would a body go? I actually looked it up, and there's no information about what the hell the movie was about. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, it's, a, it's a lost movie. It's a print that didn't survive. Oh. So I thought that they found his body or what was left of it at the accident. Yes, so what did. I'm wondering is, is this some kind of like projection where she takes over this guy's body and makes it look like hers and then sort of gives it up when she's done with it? Uh, it could be. How much, uh, how much do you know about the, uh, the supernatural? Um, enough to know it's theoretically possible, but not enough to know how to tell if it happened. Hey, Viv, that's, that's sort of your ballywick, huh? What do, what do you think? You have uh, you ever come across something like this before? I'm wondering uh, if you guys I'm going to allow said. you guys to roll Occult and Cthulhu Invictus. Um, Cthulhu Invictus? Cthulhu Invictus. All right, Cthulhu, we're going <laughs> to transport back, back to the Roman era. Cthulhu Mythos. I'm the, uh, we've all been playing a little bit too much Cthulhu Invictus. Nope. 
Oh, let me look to my stats before I roll. Seven. Oh, dear God. Come on. Um, I'm all muscle. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Not even a little. You're, you're killing me, Smalls. Okay, I none of you. None of you made See, either one of those rolls. This is why they yeah. scribble in the margins. What happens when they blow their roll? And you always say, they're not going to blow their roll. I made it. Thank you. Which one? A cult? Yay! Yeah, a cult. I'll do mythos too. Okay, please. <laughs> yeah, and then you'll roll it. Mythos. What the <laughs> fuck is the spaghetti monster? <laughs> okay. Uh, so. But a cult, I make uh, a hard. You make a hard success in a cult. Okay. Yeah. Um, dead bodies, especially fresh dead bodies, were often protected against. Um, were guarded and protected because they were fresh vessels to be used by evil spirits. That's one of the reasons the Romans preferred cremation because they feared mm. the use of their dead by Animation. nefarious means, by uh, spirits seeking uh, a physical form. Um, mm. So there is a long history in various occult uh occult circle, occult traditions of, of the dead, especially the recently dead, um, being used for nefarious purposes uh, because their bodies were still functioning, but they don't, they didn't really have a soul. Mm. And it's not that far of a stretch to connect someone who may have suffered brain death as yeah. a living body without a soul. So pretty much, yes, this could possibly happen. It uh, feels really weird to say this fits all the known facts, but this fits all the known facts. Yeah. Well, truth is uh, oftentimes stranger than fiction, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and this is so my first what video. Do we, what do we do then? So Viv, how are we going to protect ourselves against uh, someone who can, um, you know, use a dead body against us? Um, Holy I shit. Oh, shit. That poor joy man. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. You should look to see where he was buried at and if he was indeed buried. And maybe do a library use check for handout three. I'm having a thought. Hold on. Let me grab the paper. I have his name. Hold on. I got a no one. Leo. Leo died of a heart attack. 65, but you got to know one, so I think that wins. Okay, you can you can post it. Yay! What happened to Leo? Three. Oh, poor Leo. Oh, McVan Leo. Beloved Dorman. He died March 1st. It's what, the 5th or 6th today? Yeah. Um, and he has been buried. You do see that further down in the old bit. So his mm. body is, is, you know, peacefully at rest. Yeah, but people can dig up a body. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That is true. I mean, if he had no family, you know, was he in a pauper's grave or was he, uh, did he have his own plot? I mean, he had extended family. He wasn't an orphan. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, he was 28 years old? Yeah. That's way too young. I thought he was an older dude. That, okay. Yeah, that's okay, really so, young. So what might that I mean, be your next step to be? Well, I kind of already thought she did it, but Let's yeah. Go. 
grave digging. <laughs> you know, this is one of those cases where I kind of hope the ghouls did eat his body because it would protect him. <laughs> uh, Make a luck roll, everyone. Oh, oh man. Decomposition is not that quick, though. A luck roll? Yep, made it. Can I oh, spend? Yeah. Can I spend luck on a luck? Ro- is that no? No. no. <laughs> he was right. cremated. Oh yay! Okay, so I uh, I hate to do this. Um, make an idea roll. We're gonna do this again. I got five. Fifty-eight under seventy. So uh, twenty. We started talking about spooky things, and so, now I'm actually thinking. 20, <laughs> Twenty-eight. Twenty. Uh, what? I got twenty. Vivian got five. I mean, the guy's age. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. twenty-eight He's died of died of you know suddenly in his sleep. What do you think the uh, would happen? You would have been autopsied. Yes. Oh man, why wasn't he autopsied? Who said he wasn't autopsied? I said was, or should have been, right? Yeah, he should have been. (laughs) To the morgue. Was he? To the morgue! (laughs) Yay! To the morgue! I think it's time to go talk to the ME, yeah? Yes. Yes. Gotta get some more coffee! (laughs) So, (laughs) all right, uh, we're gonna save this for the next morning. Okay. Because you guys have done a lot today already. We can't so go we're to night. what? The sixth, the seventh. This would be the seventh. Okay. Okay. So you talk to you go down to uh, the local. You find out where he was taken. Mm. Um, from the new doorman, who you know. Yeah. And uh, when you did, and uh, you meet up, you find out that the autopsy was performed. By a doctor, uh, Kenneth Butter. He the body was taken to uh, the Fifth Avenue Hospital, mm-hmm. which is an actual hospital. I don't think it exists anymore. So you can roll a credit rating or a persuade. Um, Millie, you will get a bonus dice because you are a nurse. I'm a I pass. You pass, Vivian. Yeah, with credit rating. Okay, they let you know that uh, Leo McVan was autopsied by Dr. Kenneth uh, Butterfield, and he is uh, on duty. Oh, excellent. Uh, Is he in the midst of uh, anything? uh... He's on call, but he's not working, you know, he's not currently. With anyone at his workstation, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to say that rather yeah. delicately. Um, so you can track him down, uh, and he's like, you know, uh, you know, they basically go and get him, mm. and they're like, oh, uh, hi, uh, I'm Doctor uh, Doctor Butterfield. Uh, you are a uh, f- uh, family of Leo, uh, Mister McMahon, uh, residents uh, of the building. We we really really just wanted to check in on everything, and that's a lie. So roll fast. Mm. A thirteen. But it's a good a lie. Wow. Hey, she looks the part. All right, there you go. Do okay, I know? He he confirms that uh, 
yes, that uh, although he was young and in very good health, um, the cause of death uh, seems to have been a a heart attack. Is there any chance that I know the doc or no? Roll, roll luck. All right. It's going to be like hard. Okay. <laughs> I rolled an 11. My luck is 63. You know him. Um, and you know he's got a tell. And he doesn't think that it was heart attack. Um, he, he's just sort of like not along. He's, you know, he's smoking a cigarette. And uh, he takes the pack out and he offers it to uh, to the doc. And he says, uh, you know, doc, um, you, you got to tell. And I can tell that... Uh, you don't really think it was a heart attack, do you? He didn't say it was a heart attack. He said the heart gave out. I mean, the heart giving out is going to kill somebody, whether it's a heart attack or not. Technically, this is not a lie. He, take, he takes a cigarette and says, paperwork says heart attack. Uh, that's what makes sense. And that's what the bot, that's what uh, his grandparents are going to be more comfortable with. Well, what, what did you see in there when you, you know, when you got them open? Is something right. uh, look out of place? Persuade. All right. 61 under 65. He says, uh, are they, are they good? Are these friends of yours? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're working. They're working with me on a case. This is totally off the record. Off the record. You know me. We don't want no records. Oh, now you're talking my language. Okay, listen, this goes no further. I see a lot of weird things. This is just the latest. And not even the weirdest, uh, if you take my meaning, Harry. Yeah, no, I, I know. Um, he asphyxiated. Asphyxiated? Would he swallow his tongue? Uh, no, uh, he swallowed a wad of silk. A wad of silk. Look, it was a wet mass swelled up in his throat. I didn't know what it was. Took it to a naturalist friend of mine. Um, and they said it was caterpillar silk. Uh, like the size of a golf ball wad. Was That's it, what he geez. died from. Was it stitching anything? Like, was there anything on it? Or was it just like a balled up wad of silk? We unrolled it. He dissected it. He said it was interesting to find one this big and uh there was nothing in the center there was no caterpillar it was a ball of caterpillar silk with no caterpillar in the center uh my naturalist guy says that uh that's not these way they they build these things caterpillars usually build them around themselves hmm. so uh rather than uh be on the latest tabloid and have uh yeah no you, know, you don't want to be putting that on any record look his heart stopped yeah yeah mm. uh, sometimes when you can't explain things it's it's better not to try what's the harm he's still the guy's is the guy's dead one way or the other mm. uh this way at least his family can sleep at night don't think that he swallowed a freaking caterpillar cocoon and died um, I, I don't think he swallowed it anyway. You think someone shoved it down his throat? There was no sign of a struggle. There was no, uh, you know, no defensive wounds. Um, there was no scarring around the cheeks that somebody was thrown or the lips that something was forced into his mouth. Hey, let me um, ask you this, Doc. Did he grow there? 
I didn't say that. No, I didn't hear that. He says uh, that would make a lot of sense for what I was seeing, but I didn't say that. Right, right. Did the, he so, died of a heart attack? Um, I I recommended cremation of the family. They, I told them it would yeah. be cheaper. Yeah. I figured whatever was going on, let the poor guy rest. Hey, hey, look is is that um is that silk is that local to here is that something that uh, is is native to to New York and or is that something something weird and from somewhere else? Uh, you'd have to ask my naturalist friend. I can give you his name. He's over at the Museum of Natural History. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, he takes out his notebook and you know jots down whatever the name is. I know this is a weird and strictly off the record question, but that was the only one in here you found, right? There wasn't any others. That was the only thing I found. Okay. I mean, and I was looking, you know, for what might have caused him, but mm. the signs of the signs were clear of asphyxiation. Yeah. Yeah. The cause was what surprised me. Wow. Well, we we, we certainly appreciate it, Doc. That's um takes yeah. us off on a whole new different direction. Okay. He gives the doctors the professor's name at the museum mm. as Professor Maureen Donovan. Huh. That is cool and unusual. Now, I'm not going to do a research, an internet research, to see if there were any female entomologists no, in the 1920s. No, no, no. In my game, there is. <laughs> so deal with it. Yeah. Uh, yes, I have a female entomologist because why not? Um, Okay, so it's still early enough that you can see Maureen Donovan before lunch. Cool. Let's yeah, we that. definitely uh, definitely head over. Pile in my uh, in my car, I guess. Okay. Uh, head over to the museum. Uh, I will need a uh, credit rating for you guys to to get into the uh, the back area. Yeesh. Oh, motherfucker, I got Vivian, a whole isn't, one. This, isn't this a skill you're supposed to be really good at, Vivian? Aren't, yeah. you, aren't you the wealthy dilettante? Yep. Yep. I get, and I, I got an caused too much trouble. And, Harry? I got a no one. <laughs> okay. Apparently, you returned some antiquities at some point that had been stolen by gangsters. So they know you at the Museum of Natural History for some weird reason, and you're allowed in the back area. With an 01, you've actually met Maureen Donovan. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm a man of, uh, you know, many, many different things. You I, exchange I like Christmas cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I come down sometimes oh just God. to lost in like, Oh, yeah, Maureen, I know her. <laughs> Oh one! Now you get an O one. Well, it's all or nothing. All right. Okay, so you meet with Maureen, and she says, "Stanton, I'm not surprised to see you here." Uh, and he, he says, "Did uh, Butterfield send you?" Uh, as a matter of fact, he did. Like he comes in, he like kisses her hand or gives her a hug. Whatever, you know, whatever would be period appropriate. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, yeah," and she says, "Uh." Uh, so Vivian, I want you to roll a a, a credit rating. That's I would a like weird to roll thing it for you well. to say, Doc. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, this one, yeah, this one. <laughs> she made you made it. Oh yeah, definitely. And she says, um, she smiles and says, "Miss Pemberton, right?" Yes. 
Uh, she says, uh, I read about your your work. Uh, you're a member of the a uh, APSA. I yes, may be getting there. That's the American, uh, you know, the Paranormal Society. Yeah. She says, I've read some of your, I've read one or two of your papers on your, uh, your work in the field of parapsychology. Um, it's kind of a, the occult's kind of a hobby of mine. Ah, delighted to meet you as well. And she says, the fact that she's here with you, I know what you're here about. Yeah, well, it's uh, definitely a weird situation, right? Um, <laughs> she says, oh, it's going to get weirder. And she literally takes out uh, a stack of like paper cups, like the, the triangle paper cups from the water cooler. Yeah. And, and then out of her jacket pulls a flask and pours everyone's shot. <laughs> oh, it's going to be like that then, huh? Yeah, it'll be a short conversation. Um, I thought it was really interesting. I looked it over. I, it was late. We dissected it. I was intrigued. Um, I took half of it and I put it in a jar of formaldehyde to preserve it. Uh, the other half, I was going to unravel and get a better look at the string at the strands under a microscope. Uh, lock my samples. And the next morning, it was all gone. When oh. you say gone, you mean like gone? Oh, I mean uh -oh. like gone. I mean like, uh, I mean like cotton candy and coffee. Oh, I uh, see the bitch. It was real interesting too. Thickest strands I'd ever seen on a caterpillar silk. Are you sure it was caterpillar then? Like maybe it wasn't some other kind of material. Maybe it was a. Uh... No, it was distinctive. It was a uh, not silkworm, uh, caterpillar silk, uh, strong like large. But hmm? like maybe maybe if it came from like a really really big caterpillar. Well, I mean, how big do they get? Well, I don't it's know. About big. five two. She goes, oh. <laughs> she refills your paper cups. <laughs> <laughs> And she says, uh, Butterfield wouldn't tell me where it came from, and I don't know that I want to know. And if you're here, I'm sure that I don't want to know. You don't want to know. Probably for the best. Do you have any idea where... Um, was it like a local thing? Was it something that was foreign? To I hear? never saw anything like it. I was getting, I was really excited to get a look at it under the microscope the next morning and uh, start doing some research and try and track down the species. But uh, mm. that's not going to happen. Where did you leave it? The half that wasn't in formaldehyde. Um, I she's I left it in the lab. It was in my lock. You know, it was my in my lock desk. Uh, the jar was on a shelf in my locked office. Neither were disturbed. They just weren't there. Wait, no the trace of it. Uh, yeah. Oh, the jar was there. The formaldehyde was there. Um, but the the actual silk itself was all gone. Yeah, maybe it could have maybe dissolved into it or something like that. Maybe, but not the one that was just in a petri dish. Wait, the one in formaldehyde dissolved and the one in the petri dish also? Man. That's not good. He, he, so, so Harry, like, just holds his cup up again. 
And then she puts her flask away. She goes, you, you're buying the next round. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. Sure. And she says, so, yeah, it's uh, one of those cases. That yeah, so we're going to uh, say since you rolled big. a one, not only, you know, does she know you really well? She knows you do weird cases and has consulted on some of them. We're going to say the artifacts you brought back to the museum were mythos connected. Some kind of Aztec uh, obsidian dagger, mm-hmm. which is now on a shelf in a box right next to the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in, a, in the desert somewhere. And we're not putting this on display. <laughs> uh, so how's everything else going over here? You, uh, you know, you're doing okay. Everything's uh, going yeah, you all got, right. You, you shoot the shit for a little while and uh, then she's got to get back to work. Yeah, that's fair. And she goes, hey, don't take any wooden nickels. Yeah, you too. Okay, so you guys both failed your luck check uh, at the train station, correct? Yep. I made it, but I didn't make the extreme success you needed me to make. Okay. Uh, so we probably like go grab lunch then. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. If you grab lunch. Um, I will allow... Through, through. All right, so you grab lunch. Right, I'm not gonna push. You guys can have a little rope, and I'll see where you go. I'm just not real. I mean, if this stuff dissolved, did it like go into the air? Did it contaminate a petri dish? What happens to contaminated petri dishes? Is she gonna be growing caterpillars in her throat? I'm thinking maybe she uh, went and collected the evidence. Hmm. Well, I mean, if if this long-haired woman, um, you know, is some sort of a sorceress, then maybe whatever it is that she conjured in his throat, you know, it only lasted for a certain period of time, you know, like, say, long enough to asphyxiate a man. Well, I mean, it clearly lasted longer than that. Well, I mean, I don't know that much about magic. I just know that there's some fucked up things that happen that uh, can't be explained. And potato, potato, I mean... I imagine if she has the ability to make herself appear, reappear, um, she's controlling bodies. Mm. Um, I think this is well within her range then. Um, I'm not surprised, actually. So did she hatch out of the caterpillar gunk? I mean, is it possible that she sent the caterpillar in to, like, make a cocoon in his mouth while he was sleeping? You know, I mean... There was no sign of struggle. Um, it was when he was sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no sign of his mouth being put. It it sounds like it, it appeared out of nowhere and then eventually disappeared out of nowhere. I, mean, now, I think I ultimately think- the, uh, the question is why? If she was, if, if Leah was an impediment, you know, if this woman is so convinced that, uh, you know, she was going to be married to Melvin and he was blocking the way, then perhaps she felt like she had to do away with him. I don't know. That makes much more sense for the fiancé. I mean, this guy was just, like, physically blocking her and they had to call the police. I'd expect her to do the police more, you know? Uh, Maybe, but if he's the one that called the police, perhaps. I mean... 
if she, again, if she's a sorceress, I mean, she's maybe not playing well or marbles. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it may Wait, be one listen. of those things where if you're just standing in my way, I'm going. To maybe, maybe. Yeah. It, there may not be a rhyme or reason to it. I'll allow everybody to roll an INT to remember something. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I'm off on some tangent about where did Leo's family come from that's going to take me nowhere near. I got a 71 over 70, so I'm going to spend one point of luck to succeed. He physically picked her up and dragged her out of the building. Oh! Oh, yes, that's locked, true. Locked, and then locked the door and called the police. I didn't, I don't think, yeah. I don't remember actually hearing that. Okay. Okay, that that would do it. Yeah, he was yeah. the one who who threw her out of the building. Because it essentially it's his job to do that too. Right. So that, that makes. Yeah, yeah, but that know, would make him a target. He's putting a physical barrier between him and her. Yeah, yeah. So she can take over dead bodies and put caterpillars in people's throats when they sleep, or or cast a spell to you know create a. Uh, a cocoon in his in his throat. I mean, either way, it's uh, it's none. Or even just trigger it luck. I mean, the, the shoelaces. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's and the the question: Is how do we find the sorcerer in New York? I don't think she's in New York. Well, she's yeah, got to be. I mean, she was uh, she was there when Alice got pushed. Yeah, but after that, he left. Her fiance, her fiance mm. left town. True, true. Well, he said he was going to leave town. I think she's chasing him, which explains why he was trying to put so much distance between himself and everyone he cared about. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure, though. I mean, she seems like a pretty uh, vengeful lady. I mean, if she's going to kill a guy just because he picked her up out of a uh, out of a building, you really think she's going to let Alice off the hook? I, I, oh. I agree. I, I think we should probably check in with Alice before, you know, I mean, if we're going to go chase down Melvin, we should probably check in with her first. Maybe, uh, maybe I get one of the guys. Make to, sure she's breathing and all. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. make a couple of calls. Mel, uh, Alice is fine. His roommate is fine. Um, there haven't been any attacks on them. They're desperate for information uh, and ask if, if you've found him yet. Uh, I say that we haven't found him yet. Uh, we're, f- you know, we're pursuing a handful of, le- you know, like PI talk. We're we're pursuing leads. Um, we've had some some productive conversations. Uh, you know, we're we're closing in on some more information. You know, like that sort of stuff. Gotcha. Um, he, uh, he so he asks Alice. He's like, um, you know, are you you gonna be okay? Like. Um, Everything is all right by you? Like you got somebody watching over you and everything? Yeah, the studio uh, hired someone to uh, keep an eye on me while I'm recovering. Okay, good, good. Um, yeah, that, that's that's good. Hey, you know, if you need anything, make sure, you know, you, you, you give me a call. Um, I think we're going to be heading out here soon. So, um, you know, you can always get a hold of my uh, secretary and she, you know, will. Uh, I'll check in with her periodically to make sure that, uh, you know, everything's okay. Sure thing. I'll be calling. All right. Great. That's great. I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're doing okay. Well, I'm not doing okay. I need, well, you, to find, I need you to find my fella, make sure he's doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh next priority. I mean, it's been the priority, but you, you know what I'm saying? We had to track down a couple. He means okay in the sense that you're still breathing. 
Yeah, don't worry about me. Uh, you just worry about finding him and bringing him home. All right, uh, we'll we'll be in touch. Okay. Hey, Harry. So- I wonder if you uh, trip over yourself as much as that every time you talk to a pretty lady. How do you get any work done? <laughs> uh, you know, so it's it's all you know. You gotta. It, it's a whole. It's a process. You know, it's a it's a process. Okay, Vivian, you're pretty sure that your library use role, you know, that there's probably more there. Mm-hmm. Um, you 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 know that there's got to be some some link. Yeah. That you just weren't able to uh, to uncover. Yeah, I want to go back to the library. Okay, so does who else has decent library use for? I I got fifty five. All right, everyone should roll. You guys, it's the it's the next day. To the library we oh, go. Well, it's it's you 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 know somebody gives the guy five bucks and you're allowed to stay in the library. Ninety one. Oh boy, <laughs> she gets lost on the way to the library. <laughs> right. four. Okay, I got, a, I got a hard success. All right, great. So now I can tell you everything. Yay. <laughs> okay, and Vivian. I need you to make a sand check. Fuck. <laughs> Can I spend less points on that? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're gonna lose one. All you right, see all fine. the you see all the color drains from her face. His parents, of course, were James Walcott. Um, James died while working abroad when he was five. He was sending money home. He was working in the Pacific Northwest. Um, his mother committed suicide when he was two her name was helen and her of course helen walcott but you see that it is listed with her maiden name as helen pomroy walcott the pomroys are the family that committed that the last members of the pomroy family committed suicide on in on new year's eve 1900 um they have the. They are the owners. They were the family that owned the most haunted house in Kingsport, which was the first scenario I wrote Vivian for. <laughs> nice. Um, they were considered a, a cursed family. I mean, if you remember, the house was terribly haunted. Yeah. Um, and and the their family was known for you know worshiping kind of a a dark god so and uh there are families that insanity runs through um it Mm -hmm. ran screaming through the streets in the pomeroy family yeah so they're a famous kingsport family or the krogar sneaking on race it galloped galloped um the hard success on the polio hospital it was the the johansson and miles children hospital of kingsport uh, and that hospital is now closed. And it says that he discovered his, in an interview, you find that where it says that he discovered his love of art uh, from a mentor when he was growing up, you know, when he was a preteen at the Hillside Adoption Consortium, also in Kingsport. And he moved uh, at 21. You find the source of the money he got. It was set up by his uh, maternal grandfather, who was also you know, part of the Pomeroy family. Mm-hmm. Um, that was set up for him uh, before the man, you know, as part of the man's will. Okay. You know, basically, it's like in, in, if, if 
his daughter Helen ever had children, you know, they were to receive this bond. Yeah. You know, so it he was written into the will before he was even born. Okay. Okay, so a lot of things in Kingsport. Um, what was the father's name again? And he was traveling. Uh, James, James Walcott. Walcott. Okay, and he wasn't he wasn't around very much. Uh, no. So someone should make a family tree and post it for next time. So if the mom died when he was two, and the dad died when he was five, but the dad was traveling a lot. I mean, there had to have been someone looking after the kid. Yeah, yeah. Johansson and Miles Children Hospital. Oh, yeah, true. And the, yeah, and the Hillside Adoption Consortium. Yeah. Well, yeah, a, but I mean that was, was a polio hospital, and then he was in an orphanage. True. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. When the parents went, then he was, uh, you know. Well, yeah. He was abandoned. But I mean, but I there, see was, what there, was, there was like, three yeah. years between when the mom died and when the dad died. Yeah. Well, maybe dad came home after mom died. I mean. Well, but he was on the road when he died. He died up in the Northwest. Oh, yeah, you find yeah. that he has been in the, uh, he was basically, uh, the mother committed suicide when her son was admitted to the polio ward. Oh, all right. So he spent most of his time oh. in there anyway. That's dark. Was there like any nurse or anyone who was taking care of him? I'm trying to figure out where this mysterious fiance might have come from. Um, you don't have any, uh, there are no records here of anything like that. So we're going to have to go to Kingsport is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. So it would seem. Okay. And so ends book one of To Put Away Childless Things, the New York <laughs> chapter. <laughs> nice. Uh, when we reconvene, uh, I'm not sure when, we'll be uh, picking up as you arrive in uh in Kingsport. Oh, we we don't want to play out the whole are we there yet? Are we there uh, yet? <laughs> we can, but it'll just be okay, you take a bus, you take the train to Boston and then you get on a bus to Kingsport. Um so yeah, we've just played it. You're in Kingsport. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um you do have a few uh possible addresses to look for information. Uh the Johansson and Miles Children's Hospital and the Hillside Adoption Consortium. Which is, Not to mention the most haunted house in Kingsport. Where where Vivian has actually been. Uh, I don't know. Do you remember that adventure at all, Regina? Um there were ghost children. You know yeah, she doesn't I remember. Made this you, you, had, you you let one of them possess you? Yes. So I'm it's, it's it was that a house. two-parter. Yes. It, it, it was a two-parter. I made it for the second part because I think the person who initially played the character couldn't make that session. Oh, okay. I believe that's anyway, what it was. But yes, no, I, I, remember I you, do Vivi, remember yeah. that. Yes. I definitely remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh that's part one of, of the oh, event. Nice. This is way weirder than I thought. Oh, yeah. I, I even posted on, on Facebook. I'm so, like, oh, it's going to get weird. I'm yeah. going to make it weird. <laughs> you were so close because you were like, okay, guy, bricks, wandering around, should have been dead, mysterious woman, what's going on? And I'm like, almost. And then we broke. And I'm like, oh, okay. Next session, it's going to get real weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, you see what I mean about the clue trails? 
you were doing something that you had to do for this scenario that seventh edition technically does not allow. And that's why I'm always technically, technically doing the same task at the library, even though it's a different day should count as pushing the role and something very bad should happen if we screw it up. But you didn't. (laughs) Only because you allowed all of us to roll. Because you're rolling like crap. <laughs> yes. This I've is never seen so many nineties. Remember this. The next time I say, and what happens oh, when everybody God. blows their roll? Like, We've uh, seen it. We've right, seen this. All right, let's not fight in front of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Do we have this? Oh my God! Do we have this? We stop. Let them wrap up the show. They don't need to hear. We don't need our dirty laundry on on Facebook, on on YouTube. Lisa and I have this fight a lot. All the time. No, but that's the one that you pointed at to me. I know. know. We're not having this conversation now. No. Hey, everybody's having fun. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is the main rule. Just. Keep it flowing. Okay, for for the keepers at home who are who want to grow up to be published one day, um, Maureen Donovan was a made up character that I just added off the fly right now because I'm thinking, oh shit, they're gonna want to talk to this naturalist, aren't they? Yeah. So, um, so that whole scene was a new thing that I now will probably write into the main scenario because hey. Um, the name of the movie is being changed because that's an unnecessary <laughs> clue thread. I probably should have written at least a paragraph about the job site. I winged that because I didn't think anybody would bother going, and you guys did. Um, you could have talked to the police who investigated the accident. Don't need to. It was just another way to get that information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I, I see in the chat... I see in the chat that, that female entomologists did exist in this time. Oh my period. god, somebody looked it up. Okay. I did. Yes. <laughs> Good. So Maureen Donovan, welcome to the universe. Yay. <laughs> nice. Well, there's a whole bunch of shit in the chat that I didn't even see. <laughs> um, so do we want to wrap then? We're, we're yep, gonna we can wrap. It's, it's okay. almost 11. Please. Cool, cool. And it's a school night, and Regina's been yawning for an hour. <laughs> I do enough. it all day. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's been a long day for all of us. It's I did okay. It during, during today, I did it during teaching today. That's nothing personal, I promise. No, I know, I know. All right. Well, we want to thank everybody for checking this out. Um, ratings and reviews on iTunes, or whatever your podcatcher of choices, super helpful. Blah blah blah. You guys know the story. Um, Corthulu is done for those who are listening to this live. It is on drive through. Go download it, leave reviews. Y- you could buy it if you want. I guess it's pay what you want. If you're going to download it, you need Core Micro as well. Buy Core Micro. Download mine for free. Go buy Core Micro. Support indie creators. I'm just doing this fucking around. It's fine. Um, but that's up. Uh, so that's awesome if you check that out as well. Uh, did we miss anything? That's probably all the stuff, I guess. Blank stairs. All right, cool. Thanks for checking it out. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Bye. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.